0: You're listening to episode five of the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Today, we're talking about building your fitness brand with Mark Lieber. Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. This episode is really exciting to me because Mark Lieber is one of the first fitness entrepreneurs that I really looked up to in the industry. He's the president of Lieber Fitness. He's a leading innovator in strength, cardio and stretching equipment. Um, You can find his stuff in basically any gym you walk into. You might even have his stuff in your own house. Not just that, but he's also a owner of a fitness club. He's a certified NLP practitioner. He's recognized as Entrepreneur of the Year by Silver Lining, Optimize Magazine named him one of Canada's top 100 health influencers, like the list goes on and on. We recorded this episode originally on a Facebook Live in the middle of the COVID lockdown when all the gyms were closed, so there may be some references to that time, as well as us referring to comments in the Facebook chat. I just wanted to let you know what's going on, in case you're confused about what we're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hey, Mark, how are you?
1: Hi, Alisha. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm so grateful that you're here. I mean, I know that you are very, very busy during this whole pandemic of Mm -hmm. people really needing to move their gyms to their home.
1: The last few months have been absolutely insane. Two and a half, three months of nonstop orders, um, communicating with customers. We're currently out of product right now for the equalizers. We have none in north america overseas we have some and now we're waiting till end of june to get some more um thankfully we launched a new product so uh, we have some of those so we'll kind of transition into you know getting another real functional and um, uh, effective tool for people to use at home so yeah it's been short story is it's been crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) fair what is the new product is that the one with the police yeah
1: yeah it's um it's it's kind of a uh so i don't know if you remember the buddy system but we used a product um in boot camps that partners could use but what we did was we streamlined it um made a bigger range of motion on it and added a door anchor and a velcro anchor so people can use it at home a little more more easily
0: oh nice and how, how does the resistance work on that
1: yeah it's very um confusing to people when they first see it because it's a strap if you think about a seatbelt going through a metal ring so when you're rowing the harder you pull the more tension you get but from a distance or even on videos people think it's an elastic band a resistance band um and it's not it's a strap so it's really um it's it's a much different feel and what's neat about it is the tension is uh you know you can change it so if you pull easy it's easy if you pull hard it's hard it's, it's a really fantastic tool
0: so the first time i ever saw you in person i'd always use the eq bar at the gym but i saw you in person at the camfit pro expo about five years ago on a panel and you were talking about then at the time like mindset but also like goals um with your clients and i think you had mentioned that at the beginning of every session, anytime you have a session with somebody, like they write out their goal and that's Mm -hmm. like a little bit of the time. Do you still do that? And and what's kind of the purpose of of that?
1: Well, um, currently I'm not doing any personal training uh, just Mm -hmm. because I've moved my business or I've put my energies into developing Libra Fitness, but I am at my gym and I do teach boot camps With personal training, so yes, I would completely and totally still do that. Um, The idea is... A lot of people have a really good understanding of what they don't want (laughs) and uh, they tend to focus on it. So we get them to write down exactly what it is they do want in great detail. So we take some time to really get those creative juices going, explore where it is they want to be. It's really scary for people to say what they want um, because they're just so used to focusing on, I don't want to be, uh, you know, I want to lose weight, even though you say I want to lose weight. It's still the goal. So what is it you want to do then? Oh, I want to be fit or I want to be able to do this. So really important to take that time because then it's not up to me to motivate them. They get super motivated themselves. Uh, So we spend 15 minutes doing that. Then we do, I like to do somewhat of a... 30-minute hit training, but hits different for everybody. A ranked beginner could be, you know, just step-ups. Um, and then we do 15 minutes of meditation uh, or stretching or some sort of um, guided relaxation just because people are really busy with their families and their work demands. And the ability to focus consciously is, is a skill that we've all lost. And uh, it's hard to stay focused on our goals if we're basically habitually running on all these unconscious programs so i don't know if that answers your question i said a lot there
0: (laughs) yeah totally. and i think that a lot of the time people focus on yeah what you're saying is like what they don't want and what we focus on we get more of so when you're focusing on the negative um you're starting to pull that negative in towards you so shifting it and going i want to be fit i want to be um active and it'd be easy to be active, which I think is sometimes people forget that it can be easy to want to do what they want to do. Anyways, sorry, I get excited. Um, no, I I love this stuff, yeah. <laughs> so what are you focusing on now in the business?
1: Uh, so the business is is growing. I brought I bought my business partner out two years ago. Um, he's retired, and I brought on a new president uh, over a year ago. So the beginning of last year, and we totally revamped what we what we're doing as a company, how we reach our customers, our product. Um, environmentally, we want to be more responsible, like all these things, uh, which I think is really important for a company to undertake and just continue to stay. Um, ahead of all the knockoffs and be the leaders. Uh, So we're focused on reaching consumers because our brand, one of the things I thought was really interesting when I brought on David, our new president, was we spent a lot of time talking about what my vision was and why I got into this in the first place. And what we did was we distilled it into basically um, this, fitness for all so we want to we want to create products that anyone can use and we want to have resources that will help everyone from an absolute rank beginner to you know a professional athlete
0: i love that you care a lot about inclusion and making sure that people any of any fitness level are in there and where do you think that that kind of comes from
1: um yeah i i think as trainers we're we're a pretty empathetic bunch. Um, we wanna help people, that's why we got in the job. Sometimes we suck at business and marketing and and getting paid appropriately for what we do, but we don't lack empathy, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I fell into this job because I loved fitness so much and people wanted, people would always talk to me in and, and the gym about how to get results, and then I started working with them and I just, I just loved it. It's, you, you know, it's so cool to see people, you know, transform their bodies and and the way they think and and spend you know years with people I've trained people in their homes for well over a decade and see their kids grow up so it's uh, yeah so I think that's translated into uh, my business with Libre fitness as well
0: we know how to help people and we want to help people but we struggle a little bit with the business aspect because we didn't necessarily know we were gonna get into a business yeah. um, even though it is one but it, it just it gets confusing in the beginning um, how how have you kind of dealt with that over the years? Because you've been doing this for a long time now. What was it like at the beginning compared to what it is now?
1: You know, like with anything, you know, you're dealing with clients and they struggle with their internal self-image. I still sometimes have to become consciously aware of, of what my programs are and I don't always put a proper value on my time and my resources. So it's it's sometimes very difficult for me to step back and not just do everything. So, yeah, for, for uh, as, as a young trainer, I would drive all over to people's homes and charge far too little. And I did it because I loved it. But, you know, you have bills and you have a family and a mortgage. So uh, it's really important that once you understand your worth, I think others will as well.
0: At what yeah. point do you think you figured out that, that flip, like where you were like, no, I'm worth this. Well, couple, <laughs> I'm still so, so struggling through that. A couple
1: of weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> I still go back Fair. and forth. Fair. One of the things that I've done really well with Lever Fitness is surround myself with people that can handle um, things that I'm not great at. So the business side of things, the finances, all that stuff. Um, and I'll just do what I do. Um, but yeah, on the road, I actually had a client once, um, and she said, uh, you need, was it a, I can't remember if it was Shelly or, or doctor, I had a doc another client, Dr. Indocell, was one of those two who said, you have to double your price. And I'm like, double my price? No one's going to train with me. And they're like, no, do it. And it took them weeks to finally convince me to do it. Called all my clients. One person dropped. So I had the, almost the exact same client list and making double. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it just, you have to have the, uh, you have to do it. <laughs>
0: I spent a large portion of my life yo-yoing with my weight. I would lose weight and then gain it back and then some. I had like four different pant sizes in my closet that I would rotate through, sound familiar? If you've ever said I'll eat healthy on Monday or that's it, I'm gonna start going to the gym regularly but didn't keep it up permanently, you're not alone. The good thing is I've got a program to help you get past that and actually lose the weight you want to lose. I ended up losing 60 pounds and keeping it off, finally, and I'm going to show you how you can get the same results I did by setting the right goal for you. And I'm sharing it absolutely free. Most people don't actually know what they want to achieve or why. This program will help you go deeper and figure out what it is you actually want so that you can get excited about it and achieve it. Head to campfuel.ca slash mindset to snag your course. This course is worth $79, but I'm giving it to you absolutely free. You'll walk away from this course with confidence to actually get into the size you want to be. Head to campfuel.ca slash mindset to register now. And then we were also going to chat about soup making. What's going on with this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I think it's genetic. My mom was Dutch and uh, her mom and they always had soup on. You couldn't go in a house without smelling soup. It was always on. So COVID hit and uh, I have a big pot on the stove and I make soup every day. Every day. I do not not have soup going. It's basically like a giant pot of health. When people say, do things really bother me about what people say, junk food is is less expensive than good food. I don't believe that. I can buy tons of veg and, and other things and make soup and it costs me next to nothing. Chili, giant potted chili for ten bucks. I mean, that last year a week. So um, yeah. ten bucks might be a little <laughs> a little bit might be a bit more than that. But yeah, you, you get the idea. So yeah, I'm I'm crazy about soup. It's ridiculous. Maybe summer's here I'll stop. Maybe I'll have cold soups. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, you're gonna have to push the gazpacho or something. If that's yeah. even a cold soup, I think it is. I think um, so. <laughs>
1: Don't you just feel like when you have something warm, it's comforting, but also like it's it's you just feel better after because it's just so healthy and good for you. It's it's my favorite way to get my vegetables.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. And then I've been seeing a lot of videos of you and your son training together, which I love. It's so yeah. incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you guys obsessed with TikTok?
1: Um, So we know we have to be on there. So what I did was um, hired him to do our TikTok for us. Uh, So we actually have a meeting tomorrow. (laughs) It's funny because I want to take a look at our strategy because right now we're just posting. And so we have a month in four or five weeks. And I want to look at what videos did well, why they did well. Are we going to have a themed channel? Because I see a lot of TikToks out there where the person has a definite theme and it's doing really well. So yeah, so that's another way for us to connect. And he's 16 and loves fitness now, where as a kid growing up, he was so into music, 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 and now he's starting to get into fitness as well, which is, I never pushed him into it, but it's amazing for me to be able to share that with him. So,
0: Speaking of music, so are, do you and your son share the same love for music?
1: <laughs> no, no. So my son, uh, I mean, obviously he's my son, so I'm a little biased, but he, when he was like three months old, he was always humming, always humming. And then he got a little bit older, um, like three years old and started actually writing songs. And then um, I think he was around 10. And one of my friends had a computer system or program called, um, oh geez, I forget the name of the music program, but he installed it for my son on a computer and uh came back a week later this guy used to be in a band and came back in a week later and my son played some songs for him he's like oh great where'd you download those from my son looked at him and goes, i just made them and my buddy was like oh my god so the kid is just like he you could play i don't know madonna song from 80s for him once and he can put it on the computer and redo it and like it's just got it he's got an absolute incredible ear for music so uh right now he's into rap and um he was into EDM and rock back in the day but it's all rap now with him. Whereas me I'm the opposite. I love my metal. At the club here this is my fitness club I don't know if you can see the background but um when um oh, nice. when, people, when people walk in and uh they don't need to know who's teaching they can tell by the music. <laughs> so are
0: you playing heavy metal in your classes? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that.
1: You know, a lot of people, even if they don't love metal, they love the energy and the beat and the pace. Um, and then I get so excited, then how are they not going to get excited?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, if you're fueled by the music that you're playing, then it really helps.
1: Yeah, absolutely. music is such
0: a tough thing for classes. It's like that was one thing that I really stru- like a lot of like the reviews about me were for, for the longest time was like, love the instructor, love the class, hated the music. And I'm like, mm. I can't appeal to everybody. So then I just started, I had to just figure out, okay, well what do I wanna listen yeah. to? If I'm gonna dance around a room, have fun during the class, that's what's actually gonna do the best job.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, so people are at home right now, they're working out with their whatever they have at home and then if they can get their hands on any equipment. Um, what do you recommend, like are there, what would you recommend that people could use at home if they don't have equipment or if there is something that you suggest that they could grab?
1: Well, first of all, um, body weight is, is pretty much all the equipment you need and a set of stairs. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I think people sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed with programming when really it's just as simple as picking three exercises. So let's say I did jumping jacks for a minute with really good form, some good energy, and then I go down into mountain climbers and then maybe a set of squats, boom, go through those uh, five sets, maybe with minimal breaks, you're going to feel everything and you're gonna get a great workout. And I had no equipment. So, um, you know, as fitness professionals, you know, we'd show up at someone's home with no equipment sometimes and they'd be like amazed at the workout, amazed. So there's lots of options. Obviously, equipment makes it a little more fun and, and interesting and gives you even more options. So uh, right now, for little equipment at home, just grab a couple cans of soup <laughs> and you can do all your shoulder exercises because you don't need a lot of weight, just high, high reps help warm up the shoulders. And um, if you have a band, then you can easily come up with. And if you can't, just go on TikTok or YouTube or anywhere and find 100 band exercises, no problem. And again, just pick three. Yeah, and then of course you have to have equalizers.
0: Yeah.
1: You have to have these. <laughs> Those are so
0: much fun. I used yeah. to make so many videos on the equalizers like because you can just do so much with them. It's yeah. just, I love doing like a push up off of them. It's so much easier yeah. to have like a, that little bit of elevation going down mm-hmm. and then pushing back up. Anything else you'd like to share? Anything else going on in your world?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, with this whole COVID thing, we were talking just before we went on. It's an interesting time for people to, uh, you know, be able to make a change in their life. Not that they have to, but for a lot of us, this has kickstarted some some projects that might have been on a back burner. Um, for example, the gym here. I've been in. Uh, I've, I've been in here, getting all these walls painted. They're getting decaled up. We did all the lighting system. One of the members is an electrician and I was up on a scissor lift um, for two days straight helping him. That's crazy. I do not like, I, I don't mind heights, but those lifts, they, they oh, it's just yeah. okay. is it going down or what? Um, so when members come back, they're gonna come back to a, uh, a vibrant, I mean, the place already had great energy, but you know, we want their experience to be even better when they come back. A lot of clubs aren't gonna make it through this. Um, they had to close their doors, which is very difficult. So yeah, I think, you know, as you were saying, you're getting in more into your online coaching, which is great, you know, and something that's needed. And there's not a lot of coaches out there like you that can help people with the mindset training. Writing a program's easy. Anybody exercise prescription can find that anywhere, but having someone who can, I mean, it's the difference between a trainer and a coach. You know, a trainer can count reps and a coach can change the way people think about themselves. So yeah. Yeah,
0: no, oh, I think I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Mark, it's been amazing chatting with you. I am so grateful that you took the time for me. I know that you've been very busy and sleep has not been number one on your, your list. So the fact that you are even taking this time to chat with me now, like it, you have no idea how appreciative I am. So thank you so much. It's my um, pleasure. And I will, I'll see you soon. I'm gonna come out to Mississauga and take one of your yeah. heavy metal classes come by. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be the best. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome.
0: Recently, I met up with a friend of mine and she was like, Hey, I got you this. And I was like, well, that's really kind. It was a notebook and it had like all these campy things on it, which was completely on brand with me. And I felt so amazing. It's like it just felt like, wow, she saw me and thought of me and it was just out of the blue for no reason. And then I think about how did she feel when she thought about me to buy it and then when she gave it to me and then when she saw my expression. It's so incredible to give and you have the opportunity to give right now. And I hope you take it by leaving a five-star review if you loved this podcast and maybe you share it with a friend.